hello, my name's Steph, and you probably know me better as Moving Forward, Looking Forward, or MFLF from Instagram and Facebook. This episode is going to be tough, and I've decided to pick a good day where I'm feeling relatively emotionally stable to chat about it. I'm going to speak about bullying, and I am going to (laughs) hopefully get through it without crying. Bullying is something that occurs to me even now, as early as a week and a half ago, and it's something that I have had a lot of issues with mentally as a result of some of the things that occurred whilst I was at high school. I'd like to begin by acknowledging in not a very nice way the girl who made my life a living hell at high school. Not naming names, not naming the school, but the internet is an incredible place where you're actually able to have a look at people and how they've progressed in life and you can see the sorts of things they're doing now. And I have actually done a bit of my own, well, should we call it stalking, just to see where this person ended up. Because the person who made my life a living hell was a horrible person, absolutely horrible. And whilst she was bullying me, I often wondered what was going on for her And was she okay? And was this the reason she was bullying me? And when I've looked her up on the internet, I would like to use the term stalked actually. (laughs) Because I feel like that's what I've actually done. Is that legal to do that? I'm pretty sure it is. I've actually seen that this particular girl seems to be doing really well for herself. She's lecturing at a university as far as I can see. I won't talk about what she's lecturing because I don't really want to narrow her down too much but I'm really really pleased to see that someone so nasty and so cruel and so mean has turned out into someone that seems to be helping a lot of people and the topic of conversation that she's lecturing on makes me wonder if she was actually experiencing some of these difficulties herself when she was at school and perhaps that's why she was an absolute bitch to me. The worst thing she ever did to me was lock me off the school bus. So I did speak about this in my first episode, so I'm not going to rant on about it, but we had a theatre studies excursion to attend And I went to get on the bus and as I was heading up to the bus, she happened to lock the doors. And she started shouting out the window that I was too fat to get on the bus and I was going to pop the tyres on the bus and that's why I was not going to be allowed to get on it. And she asked others to start doing the same thing and they all started chanting telling me that I wasn't allowed on the bus and that I shouldn't be getting on it because they wanted to go on their excursion and if I ended up getting on the bus then I would in fact pop the tyres and they wouldn't be able to go anywhere and 
if she's listening, I really hope she realises how disgusting she was to treat me that way and how I still to this day can remember the pain that I felt walking away from that bus having to go to the office and call my mother and get her to pick me up and I failed my assessment because I wasn't able to go on the excursion because I had a bully not allowing me to go on the bus and I thought that was handled really badly by that teacher because the teacher wasn't privy to what had happened. The teacher had third-hand information from, I imagine, the person my mother made a complaint to. But to punish me because I wasn't able to go on the excursion because of what that girl did really just made me see that the world I was from, the time I was in, bullying was okay. And if that were to happen today, if I was to go to school today and I was to try and get on the bus and the doors were locked on me, I know that regardless of where I was, that would not be acceptable behaviour. And I would hope that someone would now have enough balls to stand up for that person who was being bullied and say, that is not acceptable behaviour. You should not speak to that person like that. That is what I am hoping would happen today. Am I right? I don't know. I hope that I am. I hope that's what would happen today. That's what I have suggested to my children they do. And if they don't feel strong enough to go and find someone who is, because I do not like to think of anyone feeling like that and anyone missing out on things simply because one person is so full of insecurities that they need to try and make another person feel bad as a result. So to my lovely bully, if you are listening, I am glad that your life amounted to something. And I am glad that you're doing good things for people who have been disadvantaged and probably very much bullied themselves. And I do hope that I cross your mind from time to time. And I am okay. Not that you care, but I am okay. And I'm better than okay. Because I have risen above what you made me feel on that particular day and every other day when you used to sing, I feel the earth move under my feet and hey, 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 it's fat Albert and whatever else you felt you needed to do at the time to make yourself feel better. Anyway, I don't want this to be a woe is me and a pity party or anything like this. That's not what this podcast is about. I... I wanted to share some of the things that I've been through because it's really shaped the person I am today and it's shaped a lot of the different experiences that have, I don't even know the word, (laughs) I knew this would be hard, that have shaped who I am and what I stand for and what I'll accept and what I won't accept. And I'm proud of the person I am today. I'm not giving any credit whatsoever to these particular people. But if it weren't for them, I would have had a lot of an easier time and probably would be doing, I don't know, actually, I don't want to think of what I would be doing because I'm really happy with what I'm doing right now. At school, I also used to have my clothes flushed down the toilet. My bag used to be thrown on the roof. I was pushed into the lake as well. I 
have had a couple of people inbox me on Facebook over the last few years saying sorry for how they treated me. And to read those messages, I can only imagine how hard that would have been for those people to send that because they're admitting that they did something wrong and they're seeing that it impacted me or they're knowing that it may have impacted me. But one of the girls that inboxed me, who I'm still friends with on Facebook, actually said to me it was soon as her daughter was bullied at school for her weight that she realized the impact that she had on me and she needed to reach out and apologize. And I accepted her apology and I hadn't even actually thought much of her because it was the other one, the ringleader, that occupies or occupied most of my time. But reaching out like that was an incredible thing for her to do and I'm I'm very appreciative. And we haven't spoken about that since she messaged me. I have actually had people who did bully me at school try and add me on Facebook and I've taken great pleasure in just blocking them. Not recently have they tried to do it, but a couple of years ago. And it actually felt really good to be able to push those people out of my life. I don't want them seeing stuff that I'm doing. I don't want them to see the sorts of of things that I'm getting up to because it doesn't matter who they are or what they've become or what they've amounted to. They were still horrible people and they're not the sorts of people that I want in my life. They were the ones who used to hang out with this ringleader. They were the ones who are also chanting the words to those songs and I don't have time for them at all. And (laughs) oh gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this because it sounds really nasty. But if you are listening to this and you can't find me on Facebook, you're one of those people that I've blocked. So that probably actually really gives someone an indication of the impact that they, they had on me. And I don't feel bad for doing that. You can pick and choose who you have in your life and and that's how I've done it, which is really an adult way, isn't it, of um, (laughs) blocking people on Facebook that you don't want to have contact with. Gosh, I sound immature. But you know what? I'm putting it out there. That's what I've done. That's how I've protected myself. That's how I've been able to continue to be part of past student association groups is by knowing that those people can't see me in that group. So whatever works, hey, whatever helps us get through. Some of the (laughs) bullying I've experienced as an adult has been, well, shit. I might drop a few swear words along the way in this, so I probably should have said that at the beginning. I'll try not to because I know some people might have kids around. But I remember going to karaoke and I was up there. I was about to do my thing. My favourite song to sing at karaoke is Mr Jones by Counting Crows. No, I'm not going to sing it. Don't worry. Anyway, I was standing up there on the stage. Music's almost about to start and this bloke shouts out, Oi, give me a bra and I'll use it as a parachute. It's that big. I would be able to. And him and his mates and his missus are all laughing and they think they're so funny. And I had the mic. He, I think he forgot that. I don't think he was actually smart enough to realise that. But I said to him, you know what, more than happy to give you my bra so you can jump out of that plane because you'd have a hell of a better chance of staying alive if you use my bra than if you used your girlfriend's bra. Now, I'm probably sounding a bit hypocritical at the moment. I'm saying that I don't like being bullied for my weight. I think there's a difference if you instigate the bullying than if you stick up for yourself. So yeah, I was picking on her because her boobs weren't as big as mine, but she shouldn't have laughed at her boyfriend's unfunny joke because it wasn't very funny and he didn't have a mic. But I've been able to come up with a couple of good comebacks to 
some of the statements that have been made to me. I can't remember all of them, but one of my defining moments was just recently. Now, I'm going to sound really, really nasty, and I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. A handful of people already know this, but if I'm walking around the shops and a child tells me that I'm fat, depending on how they tell me, if it's just an observation like, oh, you're a fat lady, or, oh my gosh, mummy, that girl's really, really fat. If they say it in a particular tone and their parents aren't around, I actually lower my glasses and I'll look at them and I'll say, I'm fat because I eat children. And they'll look at me like, oh my God. And I've never had any of them really run off. They just stare and they wait for their mum to come along and then they just sort of glance at me a bit more as they wander off. But recently I was at the beach. This was a couple of months ago. And I had gone for a swim. I'll give you a visual. I was in my bike pants and my City Chick t-shirt bra. I'd just gotten out of the water. I had no glasses on. My towel and my keys on my phone were on the beach. It was nighttime. It was probably 10 o'clock at night. It was a late night swim. Grabbed my stuff and this girl said to the older girl that she was with, Oh, look at that fat lady. And immediately I went to my little list of comebacks and I could say, you know, I eat children or no, I'm not fat or I could just wait for the older person with that child to correct them and say, oh, that's really rude and nasty. You shouldn't say that. Instead, I looked at the little girl and I said, no, no, I'm not fat at all. I'm actually a mermaid and I'm one of the prettiest mermaids from that ocean. And I pointed behind me at the beach and I (laughs) grabbed my towel stumbled to get my phone without dropping it in the sand, put my glasses on, put my t-shirt back on. This little girl was just staring like she was gobsmacked. Here I am, a beautiful mermaid, standing there dripping wet, looking like an absolute feral. I probably look like a drowned rat. Anyway, I walked back to my car and, and when I got to my car, I turned around and she was still staring at me. And it was probably, my car was probably 50 meters away from where she was standing and I'm walking through sand. So, you know, I've got a a little while to get to my car. I feel sorry for the little girl because (laughs) she probably now thinks that mermaids all wear city chick bras, dripping wet in bike pants, looking like a drowned rat. But at least I didn't tell her I eat children. So I'm really not sure which one is the worst of the two to say. But when I needed to come up with a graphic for my business I actually went with a mermaid because I also aspire to be able to do the mermaid pose that's a yoga pose and it's really tricky and my beautiful yoga instructor does it with ease and so does her daughter they just look like oh I can't even I don't even have words they are just perfect and they just they just look amazing and every time my instructor does this in her class. I try. I give it my best attempt. I'm getting better at it. But I look at her and I think, my gosh, that is just amazing. And I feel like I can do it too. And a mermaid is a very important symbol now in my life because that moment on the beach, that was so defining for me. It's the first time I've actually decided to turn a negative like that into something positive. So I am a mermaid, if you didn't already know. I'm a beautiful mermaid from Altona Beach. And I'm really proud of myself for 
being able to say that to that little girl because I don't think anyone really will ever know how huge that is except for me but it was a moment that I'll never forget and I'm really really proud of myself for being able to to tell her that rather than frighten her and make her think I ate kids but like I said I probably frightened her anyway so poor girl so as an adult I have been bullied a lot I used to get called monster house out the front of my house when I looked as big as I did and for the graphic for this blog I'll actually put up the photo of the lady from monster house and my worst photo when I was at my heaviest weight because admittedly I do actually look a bit like I think her name was Constance from Monster House and it was a child that called me that name so I know that they were only being observant but when they kept coming past and kept calling me it I realized they weren't just being observant they were actually picking on me and they used to think it was funny and I found it really difficult to leave my house at that time and to be walking out on the footpath being called names without even really getting out anywhere was hard. I remember one time when I was with my kids, I'd just joined up to gym and this was in 2010. So I was really heavy and I had the twins in the pram and I had the boys with me and this car drove past and the reason I was walking, mind you, was because my gym never used to be 24-7, open 24-7, sorry. It used to be open on particular hours. So I was walking because my gym was closed. Anyway, this guy shouted out that I should go to the gym and then called me a fat fuck. So I'm going to try not to swear, but sometimes I'm going to need to. And I shouted back, I am walking because my gym is closed. And I think I called him a fucking asshole or something along those lines. I don't remember what came out of my mouth but I remember actually apologizing to my boys for swearing like that in front of them and I explained to them that no one has the right to bully someone else and I use that as an example of you know what not to do from the point of view that you don't drive past shouting out obscenities at people who you don't know their story you don't know what they're doing but I also use it as an example of the fact that I shouldn't have been swearing in front of my kids at that particular time but I was I was so pissed off because here I am out there doing my thing working my hardest and I'm I'm being picked on for it and that's not the first time it's happened and before I share some of the other instances with you I don't want this to make people not leave their house and that's what actually what I'm a bit concerned about these are isolated incidents over a period of years so I don't want anyone to think that I go out every day and I get picked on every day because that's not what happens these are incidents that have occurred over a number of years well I'm looking at say 10 years they're not fun they're not nice but there are ways of dealing with people like this and I'll definitely talk about that once I've shared some more of the things that have occurred to me I think the most notable experience that I ever had was when I was at my healthiest. I was doing amazingly well and I was going to the gym. I was losing a lot of weight. I was training for a stair climb that I actually did. I climbed the stairs of the building that I was working in and 
I was catching the train home and these guys were there and one of the guys told me that I should have to purchase two tickets because my ass takes up two seats. Oh my God, I get angry even now. (laughs) So I actually wrote into the newspaper about that. It was a piece that I did where I'm talking about being a considerate overweight person. And I know that not all overweight people are considerate and care about others and care about other people's comfort and things like that. But I actually wrote this piece into this column called Vent My Spleen. And I'll find a copy of it and I'll attach it to this podcast so you can have a read of it because I was trying to explain in this piece what I actually go through on a daily basis when I catch the train and I spoke about how when I'm going up the escalator I make sure that I stand as far as I possibly can to the other side so that I'm not stopping other people from getting up and I explained that when I get on the train I will not sit down if there is no other seats available. I don't think people quite understand how hard it is being a bigger person in this day and age. You can't even catch a plane without worrying about someone posting a photo of you on social media or sending it into a newspaper saying that you were taking up two seats. It's it's a really hard world to live in and I've just found the article actually while I was talking but it's hard reading it actually I almost feel as though I'm justifying myself for existing I'm really proud of what I wrote into this particular column but I I shouldn't have to explain myself to others I shouldn't have to make it sound like I am accommodating of other people's lack of interest in accepting those around them and I'm not interested in conforming to society's standards. I'm not losing weight to please society, for example. I'm not doing any of this for anyone else but myself but I feel the headspace that I was in at that time, I was almost trying to justify why I should be able to exist but it's definitely an interesting read and and that was in 2011 so that was just before my lap band slipped and before I put back on a lot of my weight so yeah that was um a moment that I'll never forget that was a moment to me that well it hurt and I was really impacted by it Today, tonight, did a story on it. I no longer have that story because it was on my TiVo and I don't have TiVo anymore because TiVo no longer exists. But it was it was good to watch it. I've still got a couple of the articles that went worldwide, actually, and it was quite bizarre. But I also opened the doors for a lot of people to attack me then. I had people having a go at me for being a burden on the public health system. Some people have no clue that I've got private health cover. And even if I don't, I'm a taxpayer. So I'm just as entitled to use the public health system as what anyone else is. People will start saying that, you know, there should be a fat tax or should there be a non-fat tax? If you go and buy a KFC, should you be taxed just as much as what I am because you're not fat? We both decide to buy the same sorts of junk foods. It opens up a huge debate. It's the same sort of thing like a smoker. People talk about life insurance. I can't get life insurance from a lot of different companies because my BMI is too high. Whereas a smoker also can't get 
life insurance because they're a smoker. So once again, here's this comparison that I make between smokers and, and people who are overweight. So it's, it's a really interesting topic, something that I can rant on for ages and ages and ages. I did have people tell me I shouldn't have children. I shouldn't be entitled to have children because I can't look after my children because I'm too fat. It was, it was a really interesting time for me, but I stood up for myself and I stood up for other people who do have weight issues and I'm not going to let people bully me like that I'm not going to let people bully anyone who's trying to give it a go and even if an overweight person isn't trying to give it a go what right does anyone else have to express their opinion on what that person is choosing or not choosing to do with their body and with their health and I find myself getting into a lot of arguments online (laughs) oh my god I really need to stop doing that because I'll see these posts that people put up about overweight people and people then just start saying oh they're fat and lazy so I'll comment and I'll tell them about what I'm doing and a lot of people are like wow congratulations well done but then you get the ones you're still fat yeah I am still fat then you get the ones who will call me a beast shit they have no idea that there's more categories after a beast I'm actually super obese now I'm gonna own that I might sound proud of that title but shit if I'm super obese I am going to say I'm super obese it's kind of like superman or superwoman I'm just not woman I am superwoman but I really like to just show people that you know what you might think you sound really smart but you actually don't because you don't really understand what you're arguing because you have no clue (laughs) Oh my God, listen to how ranty I am. I knew I'd feel a bit ranty with this topic, but I didn't realize I'd be feeling angry rather than like crying. (laughs) I have been picked on at the gym before as well. There was a guy that was taking photos of me when I was on the exercise bike. Now I admit, I probably look really uncomfortable on the exercise bike. I look a lot less uncomfortable now because my fat is shrinking, but when I turned around a flash went off and I'm like oh I think they just took photos of me anyway I went and spoke to the lady at the desk and they ended up determining that yes in fact this person had taken a photo of me they deleted it from their phone I got called a whale when I was at the pool at my gym but that was sorted out pretty quickly too because the management at the gym and this should be gyms everywhere and I'm pretty sure it would be they don't want people of any shape or any size being deterred from actually going there they want to look after their members they want to make their money and if they're going to have members like that who aren't going to be encouraging and supportive of other members they're going to find that they don't have a business so I've been really blessed with how quickly those sorts of things have been dealt with and have been looked after I think I'm looking forward to my school reunion. I've been invited to every single one of them, but I haven't been to any. (laughs) I was the year of 98. I didn't finish school, so I technically am probably not entitled to go to the reunion. But anyway, they invite me, so why shouldn't I? didn't go to um, the 20-year reunion because I, I didn't want to. But I look forward to going to the next one. I'm not going there to be rude to people. <laughs> I'm I'm just going there to have a look and 
see where people ended up, see what their experiences have been, have a look at how some of those people I have blocked on Facebook have turned out. I'm hoping that they're nice. I'm hoping that their life is well. I'm hoping that they've settled into being a respectable person in this community because I'm sure their kids would not like to be dealt with the way they were dealing with me. And, yeah, it's a decision. You know what? I may go, may not go. Depends on on how I feel. I do keep in touch with the people I do want to keep in touch with. So I'm not in a hurry. But, yeah, I definitely would like to go. And even the teachers that used to teach me, I want to show them that I turned out okay because I was a horrible student to some teachers and I want to let them know that, you know what, I turned out to be a pretty cool chick. Well, I think I am anyway. I think one thing that I'd like to add and I'll end on this note is I really would like people to teach their kids to be compassionate people and to be empathetic and to understand that not everyone is going to be the same shape not everyone's going to be the same size and if there is a kid who's being bullied for their weight stand up and say something and I did touch on this in one of my podcasts about children I'm not sure if I would have published that yet or not because I did record it a little while ago but I spoke about how my children have an understanding of the fact that not everyone is the same shape and size, not everyone's going to be the same athletic ability, not everyone's going to fit into the same sorts of clothes as others. And I think if we're able to help the next generation understand that, then we're going to end up with people who are more caring and kind and accepting of people who are different or people who do look different. At the end of the day, I'm a person. It doesn't matter how big I am, how small I am, it doesn't matter. It's I'm still a person and I'm entitled to be able to thrive. I'm entitled to be able to do the same sorts of things that anyone does. And if you look at some of the things I do, I'm doing things that people probably think someone my size can't do because I can do it. I know I can do it, but it doesn't mean that everyone my size is going to be able to do it. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own limitations and their own strengths their own weaknesses just because I'm big doesn't mean I'm any less worthy than anyone else and it's taken me a long time to accept that my body is just a body it looks different to other people's but I posted a picture of my legs and my stomach for my thousandth Instagram post and it was really hard for me to do that without saying oh you know excuse this picture it's a bit confronting or sorry if this is too much you know what I'm not going to apologize for being me I'm not going to apologize for being in the space I'm in right now I'm not going to feel bad for wanting to share my success with others and just because my stomach looks different to someone else's doesn't mean it's like an alien figure and I actually did have someone suggest to me that I wasn't being I can't even remember the word that they used but I was being oh I wasn't being modest that's right and how I shouldn't be showing that part of my body and when I pointed out to this person look it's just legs and a stomach they got really annoyed at me saying oh it's more than just legs and a stomach what's not 
And she then said to me that other people don't show their legs and stomachs. And I said, well, you just have to open up a Target catalog and have a look. Lots of people show their legs and stomachs. Mine just looks a little bit different. (sighs) I think I'm done. I really wanted to get this out of the way early on in the piece. And the reason being is because this is something that impacts me every day. I was running around my running track the other day. Well, it's actually not my running track. It's the local running track. And I had a guy shout out to cover up. And I called him a fuckstick. And it was the first thing that came out of my mouth. And I was wearing a t-shirt and a pair of black pants. So I wasn't walking around with no clothes on. I had clothes on and I looked really strong that day. My stride was awesome. I was really in the moment and I didn't let that impact me. But what concerns me is not me, but that person who's leaving the house for the first time today in months, that person who is too scared to go to the gym and exercise. It's that person who doesn't feel like they can defend themselves against hats who want to be nasty I'm okay, but I will continue to advocate for people who aren't. And I think that's why I wanted to get this out of the way is so people understand where I stand. If you're going to mess with someone who is trying to just be, then you're going to mess with someone like me as well. I sound really threatening. I'm not meaning to be threatening, but I just want people to be kind and I want people to understand and I want people to be compassionate and just decent human beings and the world would just be incredible if that could happen but in my world the tiny piece of my world that I can make a better place that's what I aim to do on that note I shall leave I hope you're having an incredible day and I'll make sure that I put a couple of resources down under this podcast just for anyone who wants to have a look at it I'll put down the numbers for Beyond Blue, for Lifeline, for the Butterfly Foundation. Just a couple of different resources that you can have a look at if you're struggling with how you feel and how you look. I want everyone to know that it's okay not to be okay. And some of the topics I've touched on today can be quite triggering. They can be quite upsetting. Shoot me a message if you like. As you guys know by now, I'm not qualified to counsel you or I'm not a psychologist or a GP, but I'm more than happy to listen, have a chat help you offload we can have a bitch and a whinge together about the world my email address is steph mflf at gmail.com shoot me a message there or contact me on facebook or instagram look forward to chatting to you all soon take care until then